0: Welcome to On Texas Football. I'm Bobby Burton, your host, joined today by InsideTexas.com publisher, uh, Eric Nalin. Eric, uh, you know, we're looking at uh, this week, Bama coming to town. It's a big one uh, for the Longhorns. Uh, But before we look forward, I want to look back and ask you a couple questions about ULM. What were your main takeaways uh, in the positive or negative direction for both the offense and defense for the Longhorns?
1: Well, I mean, a positive for the offense, I thought, was uh, Jatavian Sanders. You know, we expected him to to, to do well uh, out of the gates pretty much. I think I said he'd be the third leaving, leading receiver on the team. He might end up being higher than that based on what we saw on Monday. He provides uh, Quinn a necessary outlet. You know, they're, they're on the same page as far as uh, even when the play breaks down, that pump fake that they had, uh, it's like they were on the same page. You know, that looked like a fast break.
0: That was awesome. Uh, he he Quinn looked like a point guard, right? And he was yeah. throwing, it, throwing it to to Clay Thompson or somebody, Draymond Green or somebody. You know. Yeah, you
1: know that that's that feel he has. We know he has that feel, uh, and it's going to come. You know, the more comfortable he gets reading defenses, the more he's going to have that feel feel all over the field, and not just you know in the flat and over the middle, uh, finding his big power forward, what he did with Jatavian there. You know, I I, I don't, my main takeaway from that game, and of course, you have to uh, always you know add context that the the opponent wasn't good. They're they're lacking talent. You know, the the coaching upgrade between last week and this week is is massive, about as big as it can get at this stage in Bowden's career. Uh, But effort travels well. Uh, It's something that you can uh, bank on. If it's there every week, you know that you're going to stay in games. Uh, You're going to fight. You're going to take advantage of other teams' mistakes. You're going to create some mistakes of your own with uh, team pursuit. And, uh, you know, I thought defense got a lot of the uh, credit uh, for how well they played and they deserved – they deserve that credit. You know, I don't know how many times I saw a big 45 peeling out of the scrum and trying to chase the running backs. You know, you don't see that all that all the time. Uh, so that effort was everywhere on defense. But I think the same exact effort was on offense, uh, best exemplified by the wide receiver blocking. Uh, you know, in, in the past, we'd, we'd see one good wide receiver blocking this game. It seemed like everyone was was getting a piece of people, you know, but that goes with uh, Jordan Whittington, who you expect to do to do that with this big physical build. Uh, but Casey Kane was blocking well. Savion Red got a great block on that Jonathan Brooks uh, touchdown to end the game. Uh, they were all blocking well, and so I think there, there's a team wide mindset that's taking root. And uh, I'm wondering if it's the first signs of a of a renewed uh, uh, culture uh, at Texas. You know that that's how it's going to start if it's going to be. But it needs to transfer over to the next game and the next ex- next game after that.
0: The defense you think played better as a whole? I mean, I, I wrote that today. I've talked to not only you but Rod Babers, Brian yeah. Coach Irwin. Uh, Jerry, Justin, uh, you and I have talked off off camera on this stuff. Uh, I just felt they were they played better as a unit. Yeah, it, right. it seemed like I mean, you you made the comment um, you made the comment uh, a couple weeks ago about the front and the back working in unison, mm-hmm. and I felt I felt some of that in this game. Granted, as Paul Wildington like to say, it's it's ULM. They're not very good, right? right yeah. don't, don't take don't take too much. For granted here uh, but the reality of it is they looked more right. like a well, unit than they did at any point a year ago in my it's only a kick pressure. a jump a block it's only a serve it's only a tackle
1: a run it's only for the fans after all it's only pressure you got this adidas Yeah, well, Paul, Paul's a necessary voice when he when he tamps down some of that excitement. Um, you know, I think we're going to learn a lot more about that game in hindsight. And I guess that's kind of how you, you learn a lot more about everything. But it's too hard to extrapolate what we learned from that game going forward. But looking back, I think we're going to see the fingerprints of that game uh, and that team uh, and the team going forward. That same effort, that same cohesion. Uh, you know, they're going to go up against better coaching, better players. So, so we'll see more breakdowns and, and more guys getting beat one on one. Uh, but I thought they looked like they were clearly on the same page. And, uh, you know, if Rod Babers and, and Coach Irwin are saying it, then then I think that they, we could probably take that to the bank.
0: Yep. Um, before we get to the next point here, uh, I wanted to ask Eric. He wrote an article today for InsideTexas.com uh, about keys to a possible victory for the Longhorns. Before I do that, I want to thank our sponsor. Uh, that's Wix Law. State of the Program is brought to you by Wix Law. If you suffered a real personal injury and need to recover real compensation, You need a real lawyer. Call Paul Wicks with Wicks Law. Wicks Law can handle your car wrecks, truck wrecks, or other personal injury claims. Get a real lawyer to help when you're really injured. Uh, Wicks Law is not one of those large uh, farm lawyer uh, situations. They actually have one-on-one consultation with a real lawyer when you call uh, or visit wickslaw.com. All right, uh, Eric, your article uh, talked about keys to possible victory or uh, Keys to unlocking a per, a victory today, uh, a victory on Saturday for the Longhorns. What are your thoughts there? Uh, as as you go down that list.
1: Well, I mean, it's you know, it goes without saying that that Xavier Worthy and and Bijan Robinson have to have good games. You know, they're the guys that that belong on the Alabama roster, so they have to have good games. But they're also dependent on others around them, uh, and so that's kind of the problem when when your best players are dependent on. Uh, on the the downward effects of the scheme, the quarterbacking, the offensive line, you know, the blocking in general, um, you know, they need help, you know, and that help has to come from the the quarterback. And and the quarterback needs help from the coach. You know, the coach has got to put Quinn in a game plan that he can execute, not just one that uh, he knows will work against Alabama, but one that that Quinn can actually pull off. And so he's going to have to use the information that he gained in that first game and construct a perfect game plan. And then Quinn's going to have to go out there and execute that to the best of his ability. So the good the good thing about this list is that the, these players are extremely talented. Uh the bad news is four out of the five are freshmen. Uh I've <laughs> also got uh Kelvin Banks on there for obvious reasons. He's going up against uh Will Anderson, Dallas Turner, he's gonna uh, Chris Braswell at times. Uh and that's you know, that's a tall order for any offensive tackle, uh, especially if someone making a second start. I've got Jatavian Sanders on the list. Um, you know. Every one of these guys is going to have multiple challenges, and J- Jatavian's uh, no exception. He's going to have to make some plays in the receiving game. He's going to have to help as a, a help blocker. Uh, that might be his his, uh, his biggest play of the game. Might be uh, staying in with the uh, seven man protection and, and Ewers hits uh, Xavier Worthy. We'll never know. Uh, but he's got he's got a tall task because he's got to he's got to bring that scheme that that Sark comes up with to life. He's going to have to present a quick outlet a lot of times to slow down that pass rush. Uh, he's got to have a big game ahead of him. And then I've got uh, Demarvin Overshone, of course. They've got to get pressure on the quarterback. Um, he's going to have to chase down those speed players that they have in space. Uh, you know, he played with exceptional comfort. I've never seen him play half, halfway as comfortable as he did on, on, uh, on Saturday. Uh, we want to see that same level of comfort and that same level of, of athleticism, playmaking ability. And then I've got Jalen Gilbo, which might be a bit of a surprise. But, man, if you watched uh, Kobe Prentice in the opener uh, versus Utah State, he looks to me like Alabama's most dangerous wide receiver uh Alabama's uh, offense is more geared towards the the pass and the run than we've seen in the past otherwise I would have Byron Murphy on there or maybe even Baron Sorrell uh but I think Gilbo has to have a a big game now he looked good and he looked good as an, in the opener but they're going to look way look at ways to take advantage of these young guys
0: uh question for you Al- Alabama's offensive line gave up more sacks than Texas did a year ago mm, yeah um Texas however is not known for its pass rush at least as of last year they did get home a couple times or a few times against the Louisiana Monroe, but this is a whole different category or a whole different level of competition. Um, What do you think about Texas's chances to get after the quarterback in this game?
1: You know, I, I think that that's um, not as big an advantage as a lot of people would realize is their offensive line versus Texas defensive line. I think there's ways that Texas can make plays. They're, they're going to give up sacks because they're committed to dropping back and making big plays, and they got the quarterback to do it. You know, 4,800 yards last year, 44 touchdowns. They're, they're, they're glad to go backwards 10 yards to go forward 100 yards. You know, that's a, it's a big play offense. Um, so it's, I, I think Texas is going to have a little bit of uh, uh, success getting, getting after it. And now, is the game still in, in doubt? You know, that, that remains to be seen. Uh, but I like what I saw from Baron Sorrell. We've been singing his praises for uh, for a long time, uh, even going back to last year. Uh, he he looked really good. Byron Murphy's going to have to get pressure. Coburn was pushing the pocket. I think Coburn's got more quarterback pressures after one game than he had all of last year, or maybe the same amount. Uh, so that's a good sign, even given the, the poor offensive line he was going up against. This is not the best offensive line we've seen out of uh, Alabama. It's probably uh, on the on the, the the downhill side of that. Uh, J.C. Latham is talented, but he's still uh, inexperienced. They've got transfers. They do have some uh, older guys in the middle. I think they're all seniors up the middle, uh, so you would think that they would be uh, physically mature and, and definitely well drilled on what to do. But again, it's a new offensive line coach too. You know, they, they've had two offensive line coaches since Kyle Flood left. So I think there's ways for Texas to scheme up some pressure. Uh, but you know that that has to be. We have to see that cohesion on the back end with the coverage as well.
0: Uh, speaking with Eric Nalene of InsideTexas.com publisher. Uh, Eric, uh, the other question I had for you here, it, so I think that Alabama's D, our Alabama's offense and Texas' defense, as of right now, I think that's strength on strength based on what I saw uh, in, in the game one for Texas and Alabama. Uh, excuse me, that's Texas' strength on Alabama's offense. Right. The, the real issue is I think Alabama's defense is the best unit on either side of the ball for either team. Yep. Um, yep. And you've got a freshman quarterback in Quinn Ewers who, even though he played reasonably well at, against Louisiana Monroe, he still had some some uh, miscues early, uh, was not necessarily quick to release the ball on everything he did. That's going cha- gonna to have to change for Texas to be successful against Alabama.
1: Yeah, I mean, there's some significant issues here because they're very experienced in the back end. That means they're going to be comfortable disguising. That's between the linebackers and the safeties. Uh, the corners are still a little up in the air, but they're all talented. So, you know, it's not quite the win as you would hope. If Eli Ricks is not uh, set to start or guaranteed to start, then that tells you how talented they are at the position. Um, and then, you know, so they're going to they're going to disguise and slow down his progressions. And at the same time, they're going to put, you know, Corvettes on the edge uh, coming after him. So how much time is he actually going to have to go through those progressions? You know, those uh, those edges that they have are a cheat code. They're, they're built like traditional outside linebackers, but they play with the strength of strong side defensive ends. Uh, so while you think you can just run them over, that's not necessarily the case. So they're going to have to figure out how to slow them down, and they're going to have to figure out how to slow uh, slow the game down for, for years at the same time. So it's a very tough tough task for this quarterback. Um, he's extremely talented. He's going to be a great quarterback. Uh, but this is a very tall order for him. It's a very tall order for uh, Sarkeesian.
0: Yeah, I I can only assume that they're going to try to get the ball out quick,
1: yeah, uh, especially
0: early in the game. There's ways, and there, that...
1: there's, ways they can, there's ways they can do that, too. So I, I'm anxious to see what Sark comes out with. You know, there's a – there's some interesting quotes from Saban about, you know, the familiarity they have and how that goes both ways. You know, there's the, the teacher student here, but it's not necessarily Sark versus uh, Saban. You know, it's Sark versus Golding. Uh, and I think I like Sark there in, in certain matches uh, matchups, especially with the skilled players that Texas has. So I do think that they're going to have some success moving the ball. Uh, I don't know if it's going to be enough.
0: Yeah, I, I think that's fair, a fair statement. Um, uh, Eric, I, you know, I'm, I'm looking at this uh, in, in really uh, – Texas had a good fall camp. I think they accomplished what they wanted to accomplish probably on defense. I think they feel more set and more uh, satisfied with where they're at, uh, given last year's effort. Uh, Offense is a work in progress. We think Mm -hmm. they're probably going to get better as they go along this year, uh, simply because Quinn's going to have more time. Uh, uh, That's the thought, at least, uh, under center. Uh, But, uh, you know, it's important that they build on what they started. Right. Right. It's um, you know, your your article this morning on Inside Texas about practice and and improving an attention to detail uh, struck me as an important part of what Texas is trying to do. Uh, Tell us a little bit about what you've heard about practice this week uh, and where the longhorns are with that and just give people an update.
1: How do you make a vacation last? How do you hold on to the joy, the clarity, the calm? Easy. You go to Aruba. I mean, last week, uh, you know, I think Sark mentioned Wednesday as being the best practice since uh, they've had since they got there. And it was about attention focus. Tuesday wasn't the greatest one they had. They bounced back and and did everything asked for them. They executed cleanly. Um, And this week we're hearing it's even improved over that. Um, And so, you know, I I really do kind of feel like it's the building blocks of a real culture shift, of a real program being put in place. Uh, The guys are bringing it every day. Yesterday was full pads. It was very energetic, very physical. Um, you know, there's, just seems to be a a consistency, uh, uh, you know, popping up out out of this program, you know, consistency is how you improve, you know, so it doesn't matter what you're trying to do. You need to be consistent at it to, to get good at it. And, uh, we're starting to hear about them being much more consistent. I think they've got much better team leadership. Uh, you know, we'll see the proof's going to be in the pudding. They're going to get punched in the mouth. I think they're going to punch back. You know, there's no shame in, in getting knocked out as long as you're throwing punches too.
0: Yeah, I, I completely, I completely agree. The idea that Texas, it's going to be a one-way fight either way. Hopefully, uh, Texas shows some uh, resiliency and some, some effort to, because, uh, look, it's not unlikely that Texas gets blown out, but how they get blown out. I, I remember Texas going to UCLA in Mac Brown's first year. Mm. Uh, Ricky yeah. Williams was uh, at the tailback. And Texas got beat by a superior UCLA team. There was no question about who was going to win, but Texas didn't go down without fighting. You know, I think the final score is like 55 to 24 or something like that. Not saying that's what the score of this game will be. Uh, but the reality of that is Texas held tough late. Quentin Jammer had a pick uh, on Cade McDown. Ricky yep. Williams' rush uh, kept going and, and wasn't able to be completely corralled against one of the nation's better teams at that time. Um, and so I, I feel like Texas has got to do that sort of uh, – that would not be a bad uh, result for Texas – even though I do think that they could perform even better than that and outperform, outperform those, uh, those, uh, expectations. Um, Eric, uh, last thing I want to bring up with you is, uh, we're going to segue into recruiting a little bit because this is state of the program. It's not just the team. It's about all aspects. Uh, more than a hundred thousand people expected for this game. Uh, three big time recruits on campus does at least two dozen, uh, big time recruits, that are going to be on unofficial visits uh, right. as well. How does this game affect recruiting uh, to the positive, to the negative? Just your general thoughts as we walk into this game on Saturday.
1: You know, no matter what happens on the field, there's always got to have to be an impact on recruiting. Uh, you know, that's something that <clears throat> Texas fans have learned the hard, hard way in the past. Uh, you know, big performances have, have given them a bounce and then they've usually given away with a slide uh, throughout the season. Uh, you know, if they play Alabama well, it's gonna it's gonna help. You know, I don't know if it's gonna be enough to put them over the top with some of the guys that they have coming in. The, the three official visitors that they have are are Deuce Robinson, to to Celia Conum, and Jalen Hale. Uh, obviously, Hale is interesting because he was at Alabama last week. Um, he's gonna see some good things out of those receivers, most likely. TreShaun Holden is somebody that he can e- easily see himself uh, as playing in the boundary. He's a talented receiver, Uh so you know they've got they've got good selling points. Of course, you know. I think Deuce Robinson is a bit of a long shot, but Jatavian Sanders, is there a better analog for the type of usage that he'll see there? Uh, you know, a big game there could go a long way. And then Akana's gonna see improved edge play. Uh, at least if we're going by last week, you know, there's you have to recalibrate for the offensive lineman that they're going up, up against. But he's also he's already seeing Ethan Burke out there. Uh, last week he probably saw Jamon, Jamon Tap out there. Jerry uh, Bledsoe was out there playing as as a freshman. So I think I think if they keep it clean, uh, play with a lot of effort. You know, recruits are looking for things a little bit deeper than the final score. You know, they are looking for effort. They're looking for program buy-in. Uh, they're going to want to mix and mingle with the, the players after the game. Uh, you know, I, I think this game has a has a chance if if they keep relatively close to to help recruiting. Uh, it's not always cut and dry. You you win, you, you win recruits. You lose, you lose recruits. It's not that's not how it works. These kids are all on teams that have lost before. Uh, they understand what goes into to improving and team building.
0: Yeah, I, I think people think that oh, kids only want to go to teams that are 13 and 0. In right the and, national championship that's yeah. not necessarily how it works uh well, yeah, there's,
1: there's not enough of those teams anyway
0: <laughs> yeah no, exactly they can't all go to that one one team yeah. uh but what they do want i think is a path right i, sure. I think that's the uh, the best recruiters show other recruits a path uh so i want to give uh, paul wicks uh one more shout out and then i have a uh, one more question to finish off with you uh eric Uh, State of the program is brought to you by Wix Law. If you've suffered a real personal injury and need to recover real compensation, you need a real lawyer. Call Paul Wix with Wix Law. Wix Law can handle your car wrecks, truck wrecks, or other personal injury claims. Get a real lawyer to help when you are really injured. Again, Paul actually answers the phone, uh, not a farm of legal assistance trying to vet whether or not they can get you a quick fix. Uh, Paul Wicks at 972-473-6900. Um, all right, Eric, this is my question for you uh, to, to kind of finish this out. Uh, you're thinking, you know, a push away what your heart tells you a little bit here and tell me what your head is saying about this game. Uh, Texas uh, gives it the good old college try and loses by 25. Texas plays them a little close. Uh, where, Where do you think this game really, really comes out?
1: With threats to our
0: nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles, we win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at marines.com.
1: I think Alabama pulls away in the fourth. I think they're just the better overall program. You know, they're playing guys that are ready to hit the field, not just freshmen that are talented. Uh, they're playing sophomores that are talented or juniors that are talented that have waited their turn to play. Uh, and there's just a maturity, a, a mental maturity and a physical maturity that gives them an advantage in that regard. So I think the the the, the team that can get more out of the, all 85 uh, is going to win and pull away, and that's that's Alabama, you know, uh, Nick Saban's got that program in about as good of a place as a program can be year over year. Winning for them is muscle memory. Um, and so I, I do, they've got the better quarterback, uh, not the more talented quarterback, but the better quarterback. Um, you, know, you know, they're going to pull away in the fourth, I think. But I, I, I think that Texas is going to stay within the points, especially since the line moved down. And I'll I'll, pre- I'll be predicting something like 34 to 17.
0: Interesting. All right. Um, Eric Nolene, publisher, InsideTexas.com. Uh, that's been this week's The State of the Program. Uh, we will have more this week. Uh, later today, uh, Tommy Yarish is going to be visiting with the beat writer for the Alabama Crimson Tide here on, uh, on Texas football. Uh, Inside Texas has numerous articles coming out today. Please, if you haven't already, read Eric's article uh, about the players that he thinks are key to a possible Texas victory uh, on Inside Texas, uh, as well as other uh, things that we've got going on right now, uh, including a huge preview of the big recruiting weekend ahead as well. All right, for Eric Nolene, publisher of Inside Texas, I'm Bobby Burton. This has been On Texas Football.